I've had cramps before. I have a pretty okay pain tolerance. It felt like a hot knife going through me and it was just mm. like walk, trying to walk around the block. I had mm. no change of diet. The only difference was tear gas going off every single night. Listeners, this is a special breakthrough episode mm. that you're listening to. Uh, Surprise, you got that, it. You, you know, got it. We all got it. We all got it. And it's a period. <laughs> and what it is, it's a period. <laughs> oh, it's not Omicron? Okay, sorry. I, I mean, thought... it's a little column A, column B. Sure. Just in case you don't know what's going on, you're listening to Vicious Cycle. <laughs> the podcast about periods. And the people who get them. It's also the only comedy podcast about periods. It's all those things. It's all of it. Yeah. We laugh and learn about our bodies. That's, what we That's right. That's a new tagline I came up with in the shower. Because my brain is like oh, bored are you, and creative. I'm sorry. Are you like a target like tea towel? We laugh, live, and learn <laughs> yes. about our periods. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's our home goods tagline. Yeah. <laughs> Live, laugh, love about our bodies. I love that. I love that for us. Um, well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, tuning into this special episode. Uh, we're kind of pumped about it. We wanted to release it ASAP because it's pretty timely and relevant. Um, today, we're talking to someone who says that police tear gas fucked with her period and menstrual cycle. Um, you may remember we talked about this in an episode in season five, episode 83, in case you want to catch up. Um, we talked about how it's not really super known, but people around the world say that tear gas had detrimental effects on their menstrual health and sometimes even led to miscarriage or problems with pregnancies. And today, we get to talk to someone who says it happened to her and she's suing the city in which it happened. So we're going to hear from Liv Vasquez, who is suing the city of Portland, Oregon, for $10,000. Uh, she says the constant tear gas deployed by the city's police during 2020 protests caused lasting damage to her menstrual health. And she has since left Portland for a nearby town to avoid such tear gas. It's yes. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um <clears throat> I'm like I we saw this pop up in the news. A bunch of people covered it. A lot of local coverage in Portland, and I was like, "Well, we got to get live on the horny horn." Yeah, <laughs> it's not what it's called. Um, it's <laughs> the horny just, horn. Are you sure? <laughs> I always say get them on the horn, and for whatever reason, just now I said horny horn. You know what? I'm into it. It's the winter time. We're all a little horny. That's so right. it is a horny horn. Yep. If um, horns don't make you horny, then I don't know what does. <laughs> What is happening? I don't know, guys. I'm cooped up. I didn't go on my Christmas trip. I'm sad about it. It's Uh, good to know that when we're all bored, I get creative and Kate gets horny. And I get I get delirious. I'm like my one year old baby who just like when she gets (laughs) tired, she gets delirious. I get bored. I get delirious. Meg, Um, do you get creative and horny? I think that's me when I'm not bored. That's yeah. when all those things are chiming and I just don't have time for anything. When I'm bored, uh, I get, well, I get sick, I guess, because I was so sick and so bored and I just was lethargic on the couch watching TV. Mm-hmm. I watched all of Love Life season two. I'm nearly done with Big Mouth. Wow. Oh, I watched all of Pen15. Wow. <laughs> I oh, watched so good. a lot okay. of TV. 
Well, let's get back to Liv because this is really exciting. And we called her. She called us. We Zoomed. We chatted. We lived. We laughed. We loved. We, we horned each ranted. other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, li- um, we lived. Oh, because her, her name's Liv. Oh, and um, like also cool fact about Liv is that she was a winner of Netflix show Cooked with Cannabis. So she yeah. like won a damn Netflix show. And now she's just bowled over in pain from the fucking police tear gas. gas. And as we'll find out, she wasn't even at the protests. And there are several people in Portland who have said like tear gas invaded their homes during the summer of 2020 demonstration. So we'll get into it. Um, Really excited. Also, I just wanted to say this little breakthrough episode the reason also, you know, this news just broke, so we wanted to, to do this. But I also feel like all of my favorite podcasts go on hiatus during the holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to let our listeners down. You know, I mm-hmm. wanted our listeners to have something to do when they're like, well, I guess by the time this gets released, it might be post holidays. But at least it'll, you know, something to do in your hangover from the holidays. Yes. Um, so we yeah. hope you enjoy listeners. And this is a good time to remind people, too. We have a Patreon. We hey. have, uh, which is on uh, patreon.com slash vicious cycle podcast. We have merch at T public. So definitely get on that. Yeah. Um, and anything else we should shout out? Uh, all that stuff is in the link in our bio. It's the best way to find both of those. In Instagram. Spots. Yeah. In the Instagram. In the gram. In the Grammy gram. Um, yeah. I mean, that's really, we have, we're really excited for the next season. We've got really exciting guests and ideas and concepts and our hundredth episode is going to be next season no big deal yes, it will. So there's going to be exciting stuff around that but anyway i will live. say in, go ahead sorry. oh yeah i was gonna say in Liv's episode um one of my favorite three crazy questions oh like definitely stay tuned for the three crazy questions because it paints a picture of what her period was like before and after tear gas in a hilarious and depressing way yeah. <laughs> which is really what the show's tagline should is, be. Yeah. Uh, we learn we about our bodies it. in a like hilarious and depressing way. Depressing way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so brother. Um, before we get to live, though, should we just do a quick where you bled? A uh, mm-hmm. little update? Where you bled? Where you bled? Where you bled? Where you bled? I bled. In my apartment. Uh, really nowhere else, maybe on my walks. Uh, but I had, you know, classic Meg T, TM period. Um, yeah, it's been pretty smooth. I feel like once I was thinking about it today on my walk, uh, that my period has really like gotten very predictable, Mm, still, still chonky, still, you know, like products can't contain her. Um, but uh, like the days of like lots of spotting leading up to it uh, are are gone, which is so nice. Um, Weird. Yeah, I think because it's from I- the walking. Oh yeah, could Ooh. be. Um, I spotted in the middle of my period today, so maybe I've taken your spotting hey. from you. Although it happened like smack dab in the middle, so who knows? But um, I also just think it's because I. I'm so bad about taking birth control pills again. Ugh. Um, and I don't want an IUD, day. so I'm just going to have to learn how to 
respond to my alarm every morning that goes off and I'm always like yeah 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 and then I yeah, like it's snooze. three days later and I have to take like three pills at once but um I don't think I've told you guys this story I've been meaning to tell you this and it and it never I don't know maybe we I, it has never come up even off recording but a couple months ago I was visiting my family in Portland speaking of Portland mm. um and uh I was wearing speaking of merch my vicious cycle uh podcast hooded sweatshirt it's great it's cute it's royal blue it's super cute um if you look at our logo listeners that's the logo that's like all you know across the front of the sweatshirt it's a uterus and a microphone inside the uterus and my five-year-old nephew I sit down to eat and the fr- he's immediately just looks at my sweatshirt and goes Kate what's that <laughs> like <laughs> yes. how do children just know right away like and yeah. I was sort of like Ibber, 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 Ibber. and my sister was like you can tell him I'm like no I know but I'm just like how do I get to like how do you like okay Grady there's things Where'd called podcasts and there's things called uteruses <laughs> and so I just was like you know what it's a uterus because that's I can't even remember what I said but it was just like we all came out you know how your mommy was pregnant with you and I was pregnant with B and I have a show about where we talk about I don't know it was just so funny though like the way that kids just like can zero in on the one thing that's like not for them and they're like tell me what that is okay I love that um my uh personal trainer was hanging out with met with our all mutual friend, uh, Laurel, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. And Laurel, Laurel was wearing Vicious Cycle merch. Ooh. And um, he didn't know about this podcast. So he told me after our session and we talked about periods for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So shouts to PT. Um, yeah, it just reminded me that like our show is really exciting. And every time we tell someone about it, they get really excited too. Um, and like people that you wouldn't think would be into it are like, have like a million questions and like, I kind of know the answers to some, or I'm just like, go listen to our podcast episode. You're like something, something about estradiol, (laughs) estradiol. It's it's like Mm -hmm. something about a, something about a, uh, like a follicle. There's something up in your nose. I think it's called a (laughs) gland. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that was fun. Uh, and yeah, I've fled in my period undies on a pet on a tree hugger pad, <laughs> on a tampon, in my Florida Freedoms. Love my Florida Freedoms. Um, yeah, uh, I'm like cramping on day four. Like, fuck that. That's messed That's up. Bananas. So stupid. Yeah. Yeah, we were joking about this breakthrough episode, and I was like, I think like my period because she's as aggressive as like a sperm like if my period was a sperm i would have a lot of kids i'd have a lot of kids you know Hold what on. i mean wait, 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 wait. <laughs> how did we get okay if your period was sperm i'd have a lot you of kids have a... and start this know, out. like show me the, the flow chart <laughs> of this analogy because my period breaks through anything trying to contain it okay, okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. sure. So as if you were, if you were, if you had sperm, you'd bust through every condom. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. 
Okay. And if you were if you were a variant of of COVID, you would have infected oh. everyone. <laughs> no booster yeah. could contain you. No. <laughs> Meg with the analogies. Meg's gonna get so many people pregnant, you guys. <laughs> you guys, we should watch out. With my period. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Meg, no doubt. We all need to like. No I feel like we're all so stir crazy. We're all yeah. so stir yeah. crazy right now. Agreed. I Should love we just... myself creative at this time. I'm like, I got the ideas are flowing. Do they <laughs> no, make then... no, but they're flowing. <laughs> if, my, if my blood was not blood, but it was ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> bitches would be preggy. <laughs> <laughs> you get a kid. You get a kid. You get a kid. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. I can't. Okay, should we just get to Liv's interview? Yeah, I think yeah. at this point, I think that'd be best. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's talk about something a little more serious and intense. And we also funny live, laugh, love. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. Get fired up, Liv. Thank you so much for joining Vicious Cycle. Yeah. Thank you for having me. We're so okay. excited to get into it. Yeah. We did an episode in season five um, that touched on the effects of tear gas um, around the world on people's periods. So we're so gr- glad that we get to finally talk to someone who this happened to, who was taking action. So for the listeners who might not remember or maybe are international, um, give us a paint us a picture of what Portland was like in the summer of 2020. What was going on? Um, it was around May in 2020. So we'd been in COVID lockdown in Oregon. We were very locked down, like everything was closed. They were telling you just to, you know, not leave your block. So this was still kind of in that time of, you know, we were at home. And um, when everything happened with uh, George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, there was an uproar and protests and as there should have been, you know, things, people who were just saying, we deserve rights and we deserve safety. And I didn't, I mean, the two most unlikely places, Minneapolis and Portland, Oregon were the places that went, you know, really full throttle and the police were really out of control. I mean, that's, I feel like all I can really say about that time, it was, um, really not anything we could have planned for, but I'm immunocompromised. So I was staying home. I'm also a chef. So if I lose my taste of smell or taste, like I've done so much in the last two years to protect my smell and taste. So I was really like, you know, not really going anywhere, but the marches that were happening every day were pretty much starting in my backyard. Like literally they were in this park that was right behind me so uh, and then people would march all the way downtown from there so I was you know standing on my porch during the evenings when everybody was meeting and then they would march and I was staying home but it's summertime so I had my windows open during that time like most people in the Pacific Northwest who usually don't have AC or or don't (laughs) turn on their AC So um, I started noticing, you know, the only time I was leaving my house was to walk around the block. And I started noticing I was getting cramps. It's like doubled over in cramps by the time I was halfway around the block. Um, And it just felt like, what could this possibly be? It was something I'd never really experienced before. 
And, you know, we were having tear gas every night. And this is Portland. I've said this multiple times in like interviews, but five years ago, we had a snowstorm that was so bad that people couldn't drive on the freeway or highway. You didn't have the infrastructure to like plow the roads. People were literally leaving their cars on the freeway because they could not go any further and they wouldn't salt the roads because of the salmon. Now they're spilling toxic chemicals into the air, expired toxic chemicals oh into the air for three God. months and not talking about the environmental impact or the impact on the city literally at all. And this is the same mayor who was at this time our police commissioner who was yelling on the news, don't tear gas people when he's the police commissioner, the, the one calling the shots saying, we're going to tear gas tonight. So it was such a weird, like gaslighting of the city. Yeah. Itself. Right. So yeah, really? very strange time kind of all the way around. So, and so how did talk about how the tear gas affected your period then? Like you say, you were getting cramps. Were they, was your cycle like at all messed up? So I started noticing towards, um, I guess around June after a couple of weeks, I was really noticing, um, I started spotting and the cramps, when I say like, I've, I've had cramps before. I have a pretty okay pain tolerance. You know, I have my eyebrows tattooed on my face, so that's pretty high threshold, I would say. <laughs> and you can never put up have I experienced stuff. pain like this. Like it was, it felt like a hot knife going through me and it was just mm. like walk, trying to walk around the block. So, and so it, it wasn't like, stomach cramps like stomach issues it was like in your uterus like menstrual cramps yes and and spotting which I hadn't had really before um and then my period was just kind of all over the place it was chaotic and it was more though the physical like cramps like every time I tried to take a walk and you know, it's like, you can't go anywhere. It's not safe to go anywhere except for take a walk around the block. Yeah. And I couldn't even yeah. do that. So, um, it just, my body just kind of was shutting down from just like the pain and kind of everything going on. Where were you in your cycle when you started getting cramps? Were you bleeding at the time or it was, it was like, it would just be like, or it would be if I had my period, if I didn't have my period, if I was spotting, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm noticing I'm walking, just taking a walk off of my period and then experiencing doubling over with cramps and then going home and noticing spotting and then spotting at different times. So, which I, again, have never really dealt with. I was like, shocked and this isn't a time you can go to the doctor you know like everything right. shut down so um I just kind of started looking up like what could this be I had the kind of blessing of it is I had no change of environment I had mm-hmm. no change of diet I was stuck in kind of doing my routine the only mm-hmm. difference was tear gas going off every single night so when you're in the process of elimination of what could it be because I was in such a routine because it was COVID lockdown, it was it kind of the factors were not as varied as they might've been in my normal life, you know? That's fascinating. That's so like, one other time in our lives are we gonna have something so, so routine like that? And I don't think the listeners, like, I don't know if people quite remember how, how pervasive 
the, the police in Portland were emitting tear gas. Like it was every night, pretty much right for months. every single night. And there were videos. I lived across the river from downtown. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Portland, but everything was happening at the justice center, which was about a mile away from me, maybe a little over a mile. Um, but it was over the river, but the way that the wind moves in summer, it was blowing everything to the East side. So it, but I was seeing videos of people who were my neighbors who were just a few blocks away, just sitting on their porch, because again, it's summertime and there would be police walking down the street and they'd be like, get out of our neighborhood. Like you have no reason to be here. And the police were spraying tear gas at them on their porch. Like they were spraying into people's homes. It wasn't just like downtown where people, they thought whatever was going to happen. This was like an assault on residents. Right. And other people have come forward saying it affected their eyes and throat. And other people have said it's affected their menstrual cycles. Have you talked to anyone who's also experienced like whacked up Whacked up? Yeah. Sure. I love whacked it. up I periods. <laughs> Is anyone else's period whack? whack? <laughs> I don't know what phrase I was trying to say there. But... I don't know, but it does feel like a whack-a-mole. You're just like, whack. it, it's happening yeah. here. Sure. You know, it's happening yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening here. Yeah, it's... Um... I actually started talking to friends of mine who some of them were still working through this time. One friend was delivering cupcakes for a company that had one in Southeast and one downtown. And she said she was noticing when she went downtown that her stomach would start. She thought it was her stomach bothering her, but she was like experiencing cramps. And then um, other people had started to notice it. And then there was two different, a Planned Parenthood, um, um, what am I thinking of? Planned Parenthood took like a survey and people filled out a bunch of people filled out, you know, my menstrual cycle has changed. It is probably affected by tear gas, or I think my menstrual cycle has been changed by tear gas and OHSU, a uh, hospital here also did another survey. And mm. out of those surveys, it was like, I think it was like 54% of women came forward and said, and that's a lot of people to come forward who menstruate to say, I've noticed a change 54%. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and if I remember correctly, some trans folks have come forward saying yeah. I haven't gotten my period in years and now I am again. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And when you really look into it, like we knew that they were using expired tear gas because that had come out. So, um, I found out that tear gas is an aberfescent, which it can cause basically a miscarriage. Um, and so once I found that out, it just kind of put all the pieces together for me that like, oh, of course, that's gotta be what this is. And, um, I decided like, I think I have to move cause I'm just so sick. And I made a TikTok about it that went kind of viral. It got like 40,000 likes and the comments were filled with people who menstruate saying, I live up the river. I live downtown. I live in North Portland and I've experienced the same thing. And since I've announced the lawsuit, I made another TikTok that the comments are filled with people who are like, I live in Portland. I've noticed a huge difference in my menstrual cycle. I would love to hop on this lawsuit or try to a class like class action. action. Yeah. I was just thinking that it's, it's, I'm definitely not alone, which feels um, nice to know that it's not just me, but it's terrible to know that other people had to deal with this terrible thing. It was awful. Yeah. I mean, 
I'd hope that not only at the end of this, you get, uh, I want to say recompensed. That's not right. Compensated, you know, Compensated? yeah, for like what you've gone through, but also like it just the fact that we know what tear gas can do to people's bodies and that we still let police like spray it, that they can still order it and use it against people. I'm just like, yeah. something has to like break. And there were literal, like, there were moments during the protests that there was, there was one moment in particular where a family was driving, just driving through downtown by chance, and the cops uh, threw a tear gas canister in their car with little kids in the car, like, and they had to jump out and then they were getting attacked by police. (laughs) So, and um, there was, uh, there's a case that is still going on of, um, a man came out of his house to complain that they were tear gassing into his home and they hit him with a billy club. Um, and there's the case is still getting, you know, they're still going over what should happen to that officer a year later. Wow. Right? Uh, so I believe mean, I mean, just, was he threatened? I mean, was was the person coming at him I mean, on their period asked, and was we, cranky <laughs> and didn't know? Unpredictable. Right. <laughs> Like we, we, when we filed, they, they, my lawyer said, oh, the police wanted to know if you reported tear gas. And I said, how do you report your abuser to your abuser? Yeah, 911? <laughs> I, I don't, it doesn't confuse. Yeah. <laughs> it does not confuse. Hi, police. Stop the police, please. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't oh get God. it. <laughs> and you so know what to- was more? Yeah. Wait, Kate, what did you say? Like who's more unstable, um, menstruating people or the cops? It's the fucking cops. hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you know what I do? I sit alone in my bed and I eat chocolate and I sit with a fucking heating pad on my lap. That's yeah, what I do. Weaponless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only weapon tongue. I have is chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so what made God. you then live decide to sue? Like, how did that come about? Like, this is, this is how I'm going to get justice. Uh, two years ago, I, I partnered with times up and I sued a dispensary that I worked for, for sexual harassment, um, not accommodating my disability and for some other like abusive practices in their employment. Through that process, I really saw that case law is so important that mm. you really do. It's not just like, you know, the nighttime law dramas you watch. They're like, it's case law. Like they actually need a case <laughs> to uphold the law. So it's like, I guess I didn't really like know what case law was until I was in court and realizing that um, making a case that other people can use in this case, my last lawsuit was to set a precedence because um, a lot of women get abused in the cannabis industry is the industry I work in. And um, it's because it's a new industry and the laws are still being formed and they're still being regulated and people aren't really looking out for employees. So I knew that taking it to court would be hard, but I needed to do it. So it set a precedence for other women and other people who could be abused in the industry or taken advantage of or assaulted or not have their disability accommodated. All of those things can now hinge on my case. So if you have a case where you are being mistreated in your dispensary that you work in, you can now use my case as case law. And when this happened, I also, it's like, how many cases are there out there 
that will be able to uphold other people who put the pieces together maybe later than I did and say, mm-hmm. you know, I am now not able to have children or I have other issues with menstruation that caused X, Y, Z thing, or maybe it develops cancer later because of, you know, all of these chemicals happening. So if there is a case like my case, that's already been taken to a jury and a jury has already voted either way for it, then there will be someone who can, when they come forward, when they put the pieces together, they have a case that can uphold their case and they can actually get justice as well. So I've just seen how it works. And I'm an indigenous woman on this land. They put a bunch of rules in place by men. I think it's important for me to play their game and win and Mm. prove that that's kind of what it needs to be is I'm setting a precedence. It's not about the money really, because the money never works out to me. Like, an amazing amount it's yeah I was like you're asking for too little Liv you gotta ask (laughs) I honestly like asked my lawyer like this is a city that found 40 million dollars in excess like a few months ago do you think that this is enough to like make a point Mm -hmm. not even you know anything else and he he says that this is you know we can ask for damages and stuff on top of that but I also think that the low amount, um, there's always going to be the people who come out who are against, you know, pro-choice or whatever, who are trying to make their case and they'll say, well, you're just asking for money. It's like $10,000. I had yeah. to move. I had to pay movers. I had to rent a new apartment. Like $10,000 totally. really isn't like that much. So I think also it just kind of lets me say like, no, this isn't about money. Obviously, yeah. like, look at the amount, like. It's not about that. It's yeah. about making a point. Yeah. So like $10,000 will get, yeah. $10,000 will get you like what? Like a hundred boxes of tampons or something. <laughs> I've been to so many doctor's visits and screenings and MR oh, or um, like all kinds of ultrasounds and mm-hmm. all so, this stuff. Yeah. That was, I was going to ask. So have you, did you see doctors in your quest to figure out what was wrong and before and after you determined it was tear gas? Yes. I've. I seriously seen so many doctors and had so many invasive and painful checkups and check-ins and, um, you know, also during COVID. So it's like, you have to go for a COVID test and then go back for your appointment. And you know, it's like extra layers of stuff. Um, and you know, I did it and I've been to more doctors than friends houses in the last, you know, year and a half. So Oh my God. Did, they, I, did, did doctors say like, oh yeah, like we've seen this or it's not out of the question that this is what it is. I think in some instances I felt really like I needed to say to the doctor, like, you know, I, a lot of them were like, oh, you're experiencing cramps. Like what's going on? And I would say, oh, tear gas was leaking into my home. And then I started to experience and they were just like, what? I have never heard of this. A lot of people were like, mm-hmm. I've never heard of this. A couple my last um, ultrasound doctor who was running the ultrasound like stopped what, what she was doing and like started to Google like what I didn't hear anything about this. And then she was like, oh, my God, the data is like there's so much data now in just short yeah. amount, a short amount of time that that many people who menstruate have come forward to say like I'm affected that they're able to like track this data now. And so she was like okay, now that's good to know for like other people coming in that if we need to trace things back to X, Y, Z, then 
maybe we can keep that in mind. But it was something that I think a lot of them, once they Googled it and saw that the data is there to support it, they were surprised, but I mean, believed what I was saying. Um, but I don't think that it's something that most of them, I would say 99% of them even knew to consider if I hadn't brought it up. Right. Well, feel free to, if you don't want to answer this, I'm, I wonder if you know if there's any lasting effects, if you know that the stuff that you've been experiencing, you can expect for a while, or if, you know, like I'm still what having the future issues. of your period is. I'm still having oh. issues this much later. Like I, I, my period used to be very regular and now it's like, maybe every two and a half months, who knows? It's very wow. all over the place. So Crazy. it's, I feel like once we do go to trial, I do plan on saying, you know, what would someone have to pay you to not know if you'd be able to have kids or maybe yeah. have to do this forever yeah. because there's not long enough data that's gone on long enough to really be right. able to say. Holy shit. Okay, I sorry, I just I know this is so morbid, but I just got really excited that like Liv is gonna be like, I am putting forth my clue app into evidence to show you like, <laughs> no, I, my P tracker app. Yeah, P -tracker. I definitely I'm gonna have to give that over to them because I I've said like that's what I've been kind of tracking things in and then I had a planner where I was writing things down that I I'll have to find too. Yeah. Okay, we need to track. We need to track this trial like we're core TV, but only for like menstrual related cases. Yeah, we'll be the Nancy Grace of, <laughs> of this, your trial of your uterus. <laughs> I just imagine. And tell me if I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I imagine that you're probably getting online or in the community or maybe even from doctors, people that are like, mm, but maybe it's just stress or maybe you don't really know your body. Like we like, are you just making a big deal out of this? Is Are you getting that a lot from people? I'm not getting that necessarily, but, um, I have had a couple of like anti-vax people try to say, well, it's probably the vaccine. I'm like, if you look at the dates, there was no vaccine. It was right, summer right. 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was the year. thought of the calendar. So, oh my God. Um, the so thought yeah, of so the vaccine. I've gotten so a, a couple of those kind of things, but you know, I'm again, I'm immunocompromised. So I'm I had scarlet fever when I was a kid that messed with my, my immune system. So my wow. allergies change every five years. Like I'm used to, Oh, there's something wrong. Let me shut down. What has changed environment What has changed diet. Like I'm used to taking stock to see what's mm -hmm. different and what might be different and what I'm noticing after or before certain things. So um, I haven't had a lot of people try to like blatantly say X, Y, Z, but I've had people make their own assumptions of yeah. oh, what if it's this mm, yeah like I've already gone to the doctor for all the what ifs yeah right. isn't that fun when people online try to guess what you're going through <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jesus also I wanted to say Liv I got um Ellis Act evicted in San Francisco which means like we basically got kicked out of our house and I think I got like four or five thousand dollars 
And I didn't even have to deal with a medical <laughs> issue. So I'm just saying, Liv's not doing it for the money. Also, if you had to move to a more expensive place, like moving is expensive. It's expensive. And in a pandemic, it was like, yeah. I, I had to hire movers because I was like in so much pain. So it was oh, just kind God. of like a combo. And I did not physically see my apartment before I moved into it. I literally just saw it online and like hope for the best. Oh, <laughs> you're and you're in now Beaverton. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. So oh, okay. I moved like 10 miles away. It just kind of felt like what's the furthest away I can be, but still be kind of in Portland. But I just felt like I want to get so far away from like, it felt like I was living in a nuclear like reactor zone or something. Yeah. I was like, how far yeah. away can I get? So wow. I just kind of oh, went, wow, wow. Yeah. When so, I go to Portland, I typically stay in Beaverton. It's, it's nice there. It's very suburban. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of tear gas. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a great Michael's not tear gas. It's nice. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need. Just cross stitch your pain away. <laughs> Going to home goods and not getting tear gas. Hello. <laughs> um, I don't know how these lawsuits work, but at any point in this or even before, had you reached out to the city of Portland or the police and been like, what the fuck? No, because there was already too much like cover up. Like I was saying, our mm. mayor was the chief of police. He was literally on national news getting tear gassed with other protesters. I remember like, that. This has got to stop. He he's it's like the meme of the little kid with the boot on his neck. Like he was the one pulling the trigger. Like he mm. was the one in charge and then he's like playing a martyr on tv like right it was the biggest like what the hell is going on so it was like how who do you go to in that instance when they're yeah. all the you know the spider-man memes pointing at each other yeah, like, yeah. it's all coming from inside the house dude yeah, yeah. so it felt like i just have to get out of here and figure it out and then yeah um there was this girl i follow on twitter who's like in she's like a law person and I was like, hey, I think I need to sue the police. Like, do you know anybody who would take this case? And then she recommended me to Michael. That's Michael awesome. Fuller, right? Yeah. Shout him out. Um, okay. I have a quick clarification because it's so interesting talking to you, Liv, because us being outside of Portland, like we, Kate has family close to Portland. I have a friend that lived in Portland at the time. So we heard, you know, and Meg has a friend too there. So we heard here and there from our friends, but like you said, the national story was very different than the story you're telling. Yeah. So when you're talking about like people tear gassing, are you talking about feds and local police? The, oh God, it was truly one of the wildest times. The, the feds were in unmarked vans and yeah, they were right. kidnapping people essentially like not arresting them, but zip tying them and putting them in the van and driving them around to disorient them. But they had no like place to take them because they were not the police. They couldn't go to like the police station. Mm -hmm. So that was happening kind of in the middle of all of that. And then the tear gassing was happening from the local police. They were <gasps> setting it off every single night and like literally pointing it at people's faces, not just like I have a gas mask. I have pretty much all of my friends have gas masks now because of that. 
And, and you like, weren't even in the, like, you weren't even participating. I was yeah. at home. My like, ass was at home. Like, yeah. not, like, not, to say that a, not to say that a protester would like, oh, what do you expect? You're protesting. Cause like, you right. shouldn't be tear gassed by the police that are supposed to protect you, but, but you weren't there. Like there is, <laughs> it's insane. The comment I have gotten the most people, like anytime an article comes out about it, there's someone underneath it with an American flag in their profile. <laughs> sure. They should have stayed home. I was home, bitch. <laughs> Read the article. <laughs> Sorry, you're like the, the tear gas. I was home. <laughs> <laughs> the tear gas found me. I didn't go like, looking for it. I was yeah. minding my business. Oh, but wow. yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, I'm immunocompromised. I couldn't go anywhere. So I was yeah. home. It is so fascinating that somehow, even in the midst of like summer 2020, like the, the Portland PD was still able to be like, but we're, it's not us, it's the feds. And now I'm hearing like, it was you too, you asshole. Yeah. It, the feds were doing their part, but their own the shit. actual yeah. <laughs> Portland police department was the one wow. because using expired tear gas from there because they hadn't used it before. So right. it'd been sitting around in their whatever, like storage. So, <laughs> and they were pulling out from the back of the storage because they were using it for three months, every single night, no wow. nights off. And like, from what I remember, you know, and I, I could be getting my facts a little wrong here, but from what I remember, this is at the, and the, the backdrop of Trump really wanting to crack down. Right. So he mm-hmm. sent this CBP customs and border protection mm-hmm. who can legally operate in Portland, even though it's not even on a border with a country yeah. because it's on, it's a, within a hundred miles of the ocean. So border patrol and customs and border protection can still operate. So he, there were a couple of times when he like sent, he like deployed them to two cities like Minneapolis and uh and Portland and other places too um like they were in Detroit and stuff like they're always in Detroit but it's yeah it's like there was it was so politicized you know like it was yeah. like let's yeah. make yeah. these liberal cities look like they're they're the problem when it's yeah. you know I mean, and and that's ex- zone in Seattle it was like yeah they were they were absolutely trying to make it and when I've made those videos on TikTok, people have said I was in chop and I've noticed a huge difference in my menstrual cycle. <sighs> so like it was happening in these other places. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he absolutely was sending people out on top of that. You have, you know, Oregon is similar to Texas in the way that like Portland is to Austin. Right. As, you know, yeah. it, there's a lot of people who are libertarian kind of living out on their own farmland who were driving their big ass trucks into town to just drive around and start to like intimidate people and stuff mm-hmm. like that, who thought they were like backing Trump up or whatever. So there was a lot of that as well. I mean, I was literally having conversations with black friends of mine, like what will we do if they declare martial law? Should we like, mm. you know, run? Like what would, what should we do? Like Jesus. that was real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have, like I said, I have, I have well, Meg said I have family right outside of Portland in Milwaukee. And I had uh, like family members from like my husband's side that were like, oh my gosh, is your family? Oh, Portland's just like a war zone. Are they okay? And I was like, like it really, that that like 
the, the visuals of the tear gas in downtown Portland, which obviously was just a small part of Portland, but that really affects how people see how the rest of the country sees it. Well, oh, if there's, if they're deploying tear gas, it must be out of control with the looting and the rioting and the, and it's exactly that. Like they, it's all for show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really the area that where people were protesting, like, yes, they did a march, but it was pretty much like a block, two blocks downtown. Right. Like it wasn't right. all of the city. It was, I mean, and even where I lived, it's pretty much the stuff like, you know, a neighborhood, like it's yeah. where people buy houses and have kids and dogs. Like it's not like inner city, it's Portland. Right. Like right. even right. if it was inner city, this shouldn't yeah. have been happening. Right. Yeah. No, right. but it's wild. Um, wow. We talk a lot on this podcast about how, uterus havers like their bodies just aren't understood they're not studied like i think when doing the brief research i did on tear gas the effects that we do know from tear gas are from tests that were done like 50 or some years ago on like able-bodied men that were like a part of the police you know so in all this work that you've done and all of like the, the the lawsuit that you're filing and stuff have you come to find that too that like there's just not a lot known about how things affect people with uteruses I mean, in general, that's kind of the, we're, we're dealing with a lot of anecdotal stuff, you know, Mm. it's like the anecdotes, but I've worked in cannabis for eight years. We work all in anecdotes, you know, so (laughs) it's kind of like, sure. Like if you get enough anecdotes, that's how we start to prove the science. So we need those anecdotes. We need people to come forward and say, this happened to me. This affected me. I, my menstruation was like this before. And now it's like this after The one bonus is Portland obviously is kind of environmental focus because Pacific Northwest is just kind of how it is. And Portland has some of the, like, there's a lot of specialist hospitals here. OHSU has so many specialists that people literally fly in from all over the world to go to, like eye specialists and different kinds of things like that. So we do have this kind of medical community going on in the background and the thing I noticed was pretty quickly people were starting to take environmental um, impact tests and um, checking to see like taking polls to see like well were you affected by this and I do think it's a catalyst for more research but when in history have we really had a domestic assault like this on people who are American you know that we could compare it to. Yeah, I also wanted to point out that when they did do the tear gas on able-bodied cis men, they still decided not to use it during war. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. They were like, well, we've looked at the data and it's awful. So truth. <laughs> how about yeah. we don't use it? <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Like it, I, since like the nineties, I'm, I, if I'm not wrong, like it's been, it's, it's just so funny to me that things can be banned in war. Like everyone's like, we agree. Yeah, we're good. Like, it's Hold banned. On. Right. All countries, yeah. no, no tear gas, pinky swear. Nothing below like, the belt. And right. no Nothing. tear gas. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, yeah. So, that, but, but it's still allowed to be used within your own country on your own citizens. On That's your own fine citizens. with us. Well, because you work in the cannabis industry, um, cannabis, like it has been used to help people with their menstrual cramps. Is that something that you turn to, to help with your cramps? And is that something yes. that you 
Because do you work directly at a dispensary? No. So I'm an infusion and absorption specialist and I'm a cannabis chef. I won Cooked with Cannabis on Netflix. So I'm like, I'm like in the science community, but also I've been a chef for 20 years. So it kind of is all the things together, but I'm an educator. Like I educate about the endocannabinoid system, how we absorb products that are ethical, people that are ethical in the industry. Wow. Lots of stuff like that. So, um, and I've like helped formulate and consult with some of the biggest beverage brands in the world for whenever they decide to put out cannabinoid products. (laughs) So, So I've like worked with a lot of people on the science side and I do understand okay. like the absorption and I've specifically worked with people who struggle with endometriosis and um, ovarian cancer and cysts and stuff like that. And I have started using some of the products that I would recommend before. I never really needed them before because I would get cramps, but not anything that would like take me out. Like yeah. now I'm out, like I'm wow. down for the count. So there's different things that help um, more like um, topicals, suppositories, different things like that, that are more helpful for like directly affecting the cramps. Yeah. Um, and I have leaned into that stuff more. Oh my God. We could talk to you about so much. It's so crazy. <laughs> how all of your worlds really collide. Yeah. Like, well, and it's like, hi, you understand the inner workings of the body and how substances affect your body. So yeah. like, yeah, you probably figured out how like your period was fucking up. That's kind of exactly it is I, I pay so much attention to my body and I help other people pay attention to their body. And when something right. is a miss that I help them like a detective figure out what it is and how they could use plant medicines or regular medicines to help them. So it's, I, I'm not a doctor, but I do have an understanding of all of that stuff. So when this happened with me, I think that it was probably, it took me a while to figure it out what it was. But once I had done the research and started speaking to other people, it just felt like, yeah, this is the puzzle pieces have all fallen into place. This has to be what it is. Like there really yeah. wasn't much else that it possibly could have been that I could even think of. Wow. And how, how old are you? I was 39 when this happened and I'm 41 now. Cool. Has anyone been like, is it menopause? (laughs) I've been kind of waiting to see if they try to say something like that. But like my mom was in her sixties before it hit her in my family. It's not. And I was late starter to get my period. We've heard that your mater, your mom's, um, like journey through menopause will match yours yeah for the most part so that's yeah my grandmother was the same too like my grandmother was like in her late 50s early 60s so I just don't think well that's a whole other uh crap that you're gonna have to go through (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry I'm like used to the invasive like after going through a sexual assault sexual harassment lawsuit and talking in front of a jury about that kind of like traumatizing and intimate stuff I'm like now everything's gonna feel like a cakewalk after I like oh yeah, yeah. like put me, me on a jury it'll be fine <laughs> put me yeah. on the track you're so, so yeah. badass you're so awesome um, <laughs> oh yeah so what is the timeline when do you think what's the next steps when will this if it does go to trial I think I mean we really just filed last week even though we've been um kind of collecting information and data and doctor information and stuff like that for a year and a half now. 
So um, I kind of imagine that it would be like a year or like towards the summer at the earliest um, that we might even, you know, and we don't know with COVID if trials are backed up or I don't even know what could possibly. So I feel like trials usually take about two years, but because of COVID, this one could take maybe longer, maybe less. I'm not really sure. And who knows how many days the actual trial could be. Like my last trial was five days and everybody was like, that never happens. Like that's like wild to be in court for five days. No, it's a long time. So Ah, um, usually trials are, you know, a couple of days. It depends on the trial, you know, so um so who knows I'm really just like it's kind of going on in the background of like everything else I'm yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're like living your life while yeah. all of this is happening yeah, yeah I'm just like wow. trying to adjust to the changes and keep keep up with all of it I know I'm I'm just I'm so sorry this has happened to you yeah. and I really Thanks. hope you get some justice and and answers and and you know and then ted wheeler helps. comes to your house and rubs your belly <laughs> no <laughs> somebody, you know he pays okay. for a massage okay. Okay. That, or or we often say we often ask our listeners on instagram like who are you sending your period pains to this week like who is the receiver of your pains and i feel like we can all say mayor ted, ted wheeler you're dead a hundred percent. I believe when your TikTok, you did call him a fucking bitch. Which yeah, was absolutely. Yeah, um, was yeah, that was like going on a couple months before the TikTok. Too. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we wish you all the best. Thank and you. before we go, we do have some crazy questions with a K to ask you. Um, every season we have like different ones and we haven't quite sussed out what our season six crazy questions are going to be. Um, so we're kind of throwing a bunch at you that are new and old. Um, (laughs) and it's going to be a little different for you because your period has changed. So first question is if your period was a song pre tear gas, what would it be? And what is that song your period song now? Um, pre tear gas, it would be um, Sweet Caroline, Reliable. Great. Yeah, everybody knows it. Um, the bar loves it. Predictable. Everybody's okay with it. Um, and it's basic. Very predictable. Um, and sure. then now it's uh, Toxicity by, um, oh, what's their name? Um, um, I have it like right on the top of my head I don't know oh, if yeah. I know this um this uh, down. <laughs> yeah <laughs> where it's like it starts off very melodic and then it punches you in the face you don't know yes. where it's gonna go it's pure chaos um so yeah there's been a, it's been a shift <laughs> yeah. what a shift I mean that really <laughs> paints a picture yeah truly we caroline the system of a down <laughs> so we caroline i feel like is a great is a great song for period because you're sort of like oh here it comes sweet caroline. <laughs> yeah. i don't want to sing this but, but I'm i know all the here. words uh, i mean oh, it's over oh, in a few oh, minutes it's fine yeah oh wow awesome. okay okay oh, what's the next one maggie you want to ask the next one yeah um, okay, so again, a before and after. Uh, if your period had a catchphrase, what would the catchphrase be 
pre-tier guess and then post-tier guess um so i love the real housewives so i'm gonna use two different real housewives taglines to <laughs> to make the, really? the juxtaposition so before it'd be caroline manzo from new jersey life is short i have no time for drama um <laughs> what a really joke for caroline to say that it's oh my life god is short, no time for drama like it's fine we're dealing with it not a big deal love it um and then oh, after god. it would be uh, what well, was kind of two? Kenya Moore from Atlanta. People may think they have me figured out, but I'm a wild card. Oh um, boy! <laughs> or, <laughs> or Lori Peterson, who literally just said, "Are the police involved?" <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god! god. Lori Peterson, god. whose son I'm pretty sure like <laughs> murdered someone. Is this yeah. Lori from the OC? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Uh, Liv, you are speaking our language. We really are. Housewives. I mean, to have Kenya Moore as your period, wow. <laughs> People think wow. they figured out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's never boring. It's never boring. No. <laughs> Keeps you on edge. Keeps you yeah. on edge. You're just like, I'm going to get trolled by my own period at any time. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, the last question we have is, um, like if your period had any sort of like fashion trend, what fashion trend does your period subscribe to? Before I would and say after. Before and after. Before it was like a juicy couture tracksuit, like very <laughs> wow. stylish. You could go anywhere. Yeah. Right. Fine. Um, now yeah. it's like a Zayna Bain harness that's very restrictive, <laughs> um, very painful, but uh, you know, we deal with it. It's in fashion. Oh, Wait, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that last thing is. I'm going to look at uh, Zayna Bain. She, she literally is like, just makes like harnesses and like different types of like harness. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm seeing it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this yes. is so funny. I'm imagining like all this, the, the pre you, you described your pre period pre tear guest, like perfectly. She's a Jersey ca juicy couture wearing jumpsuit. Yeah singing sweet caroline in a bar at the, end. Caroline <laughs> at the wow. red sox games <laughs> it is just it adds up it adds up <laughs> just very and, I hope that you can, <laughs> and i hope you can get back to that period yeah me too and honestly I, I hope you can use this interview in court to really paint the picture <laughs> of how much your periods change because if hopefully if it's a if it's like a jury trial you know, at least half the people have their period. They're going to know that that's a shocking difference. I mean, we can hope. <laughs> yeah. I tell people, and I, I will say this if I have anything to say is please destigmatize jury duty. <laughs> like, mm. yeah, jury duty are retired white men because they have the time and they want yes. the power trip. So like, if yes. you can, if you are able to please even just try to serve on a jury because it does make a difference. I'm someone who won a trial by jury previously and mm -hmm. my trial didn't even like, you know, put anybody in prison or anything like that. So we really need people who can serve on jury duty. And I know it seems like a pain and people don't get paid enough to do it. But if, you know, we only have old white men over 65 who are choosing to be on a jury, then 
we're never going to make it anywhere. Yeah. I mean, as yeah. we've all said, point. all of our dads still believe that when two women get together, their periods sync up. So they mm-hmm. don't understand. I mean, and, you know, we're not against that notion, but it's not quite sure. that easy. Dads. <laughs> we're um, not teen wolves and a wolf. We wish we were. Oh, man. We like- ba- basketball. We could ride on top of vans. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> you know, we but we like that men great still think that knowledge. we have that power. That just men are like, I'm a little scared that you're all in the same room together. Maybe we should keep that that lore going on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I love that. Yes, listeners, like you never know what kind of trial you're gonna get. You might get a period related like case in front of you. Yeah. So like go to jury duty. Um it's a good story, if anything else. And it's like voting. It's your civic yeah. duty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I truly know that like people don't get paid enough to do it. And it's hard when it's like a long trial too. But if you have any space to do it, I, I beg that you do it. Yeah. You serve. Well, we will all um, change our uh, voting registration to be in Portland. So we can all, the three of us, <laughs> will be on this, yeah. this jury. <laughs> The judge will be like, does anyone on the jury know each other? And we'll be like, I don't think, no, you know, I don't. I've <laughs> never seen this person in Who? person in my life. Yeah. In person, no. absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. Your well, Honor, you know that all Megs know each other. That's hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we have, to, at some point, you have to say, I bleed the fifth. That's just something you uh. have to say. <laughs> Um, well, okay. just make you a shirt that says that, and you can wear it with like a really nice blazer. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Liv, we are so so glad that you took the time to talk to us about this Thank case. You it's so, much. so important. It's so important for people to know about menstrual uh, situations, and it's so important to, for people to know about police brutality and police yeah. corruption and um, the shit that are government does to us so yeah. we really and that really... there's things we can do like there are ways that yeah. we can fight back yeah yes absolutely. so thank you for all you're doing and thank you so much for being on vicious cycle and stay in yes. touch keep us posted yeah i will thanks for having me i just have one thing to say like i i hope for everyone in the new year that your period is like a juicy couture velour uh tracksuit yeah. You know, yeah that's what i want for all of us and also that's a great question to ask for season six for yeah, all future pe- bleeders is what what is your period wearing what's your period wearing <laughs> what, what is she wearing friend let's answer that ourselves oh my god right here right now oh, oh right here right now Okay, we know Meg's is is sperm. So what is the sperm? <laughs> right, right, I was gonna say, you know what my period is wearing is like those wet dungarees you wear when you work at like a fishery in Alaska. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, no explanation needed. Yes. <laughs> Crystal um, clear. Smells of fish. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's disgusting. Wow. Um. Huh. I think mine again. Mine is just this like cool girl. You know. I think she's just wearing like what's like a yo- like just a yoga pant a leather, or a leather jacket, right? Yeah, but I think she's just so chill that she it's like she's like 
she's over chill. So she's like, oh, this I just like rolled out of bed. But she actually yeah. thought about it a lot. Athleisure. But yeah, mm. she's just yeah, she's wearing like yoga pants that are just like Lululemon, like kind of expensive. Like, why did you have to do that? But like, you do look good and comfy, so that's fine. <laughs> I love it. like those those yoga pants pants cost one hundred twenty nine dollars, but that's fine. Worth. Mine, um, I discovered, I landed on it. Um, so you know, it's kind of a trend right now. Um, the very, very oversized hoodies that are like past mm, the knee, like they're sure, basically dresses, sure. but dudes are like it, they're genderless. Ariana so Grande uh, and Pete Davidson sweatshirts. Yes, and like Dan yeah. Levy and Levi yeah. Levy. Mm-hmm. Um, Levy. Yeah, and so that's that's what my period wears: just comfy, warm, substantial. Uh, baggy. But trendy. <laughs> but trendy. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Should we do a little read my labes? Let's do it. Let's okay. do it quick. <clears throat> read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. Read my labias. labias. Oh. That one's going to be really good. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I got one. It's really fast. I'm okay. Here's the thing. Like, remember the days when you could go to social media and everyone understood that if, like, a series finale just came out or, like, an episode everyone was waiting for, that you just be chill about it? Like, maybe make references to it, but don't just give the whole damn thing away. <clears throat> that Those days are over. Mm. Like, I've now, I know exactly what's happened in, and just like that, I'm never going to watch it, but I know exactly what happened. Um, Also, Insecure just had its season finale last night. I still need to catch up, but I basically know everything that happened because everyone is just like, here are pictures of our favorite moments from the episode, including this Mm -mm. person's wedding. I'm like, oh my God. So anywho, I'm just like, hey, read my labias. Just like be chill. And you can say I loved the finale without being like, I loved this specific point when this character made this incredible decision. Man, really that's is. good that's really good thank you yeah. all it takes is a little little spoiler alert yeah yeah, yeah exactly on, people <laughs> um my read my labias is that i at the end of every year for as long as i can remember i have live laughed loved mm. for the sort of like montage compilations of the year that was the year oh in, my god the year in mo- mu- movies music yep. movies the year in sports the year in the news the year in photographs i feel like for the last two years no company no no one has wanted to put that out they're just like you know no. what this year fucking blue <laughs> yeah. and so read my labia's 2021 like why couldn't yeah. we just have a nice compilation to make me cry that yeah. would play in every commercial break, and I'd be like, "You got it, YouTube. That was a really good year in, in searches." But no, there's never gonna like our searches have been horrific for the last two years. Yeah. We're all like googling symptoms and of everything, and so um, yeah. The ad I keep seeing yeah. of Google that's like, "This year we searched for stop Asian hate." I'm like, "It has been a fucking rough year." Nope. Stop it. I want the ba- I want the- I want 2014s back when we all were just Agreed. like, oh, the ice bucket challenge, whatever it was. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I watched the now this 2021 in photos and I was like, why? Why would anyone post this? This is no. a horror show. No. And I like, the- I, I have the- no interest in watching any New Year's Eve stuff because I don't want to. I don't want to remember this year. Yeah. No, I don't want to remember it. Mm-mm. Agreed. Uh, I took enough drugs to not remember. I don't need a recap. <laughs> I need a recap. 
Yeah, agreed. Those are two It's funny that like Meg, like we don't want recaps. Meg doesn't want the recap of her show. I don't want the recap of 2021. Like don't tell, we don't need it. Let us find it in our own time. Yes. It's almost as if the spoilers have done a pendulum swing because it used to be like, why would you spoil The Sopranos? And it's like, okay, well, that's very old. Um, But (laughs) now it's like a, a pendulum swing to the other direction where it's like, give us a week. Yeah. To catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, uh, read my labias to little boys who are actually grown men who <laughs> ghost people as adults. We're too <laughs> old to ghost. Just tell me what you want <clears throat> and stop like watching my stories and not responding to what have you been up to lately? Like <laughs> eat shit. Um, eat shit. Also read my labias to um one particular man who's given me unsolicited notes on my comedy and is so unfunny, so painfully unfunny, but has, um, has the confidence of like John Mulaney, like (laughs) writing lit like more confidence than John Mulaney because John Mulaney actually should have more confidence. He seems lovely. Mm. Um, but like this man is writing like, um, a comedy musical like that he thinks is going to be a film oh no so painfully unfunny and he thinks that I want his advice which I never ever do ever you should send him your advice just be like this is really not funny dude you asked for my help in writing a movie musical like I would kill that shit like you're an idiot but anyways um uh, read my labias fuck boys like uh, I'm not taking into 2022 goodbye Read okay, all of those labias. We'll do an in memoriam of just Meg's fuckboys of 2021. <laughs> That'll be the year that was. That's the year that I, oh, that's the year that was that I want to watch. I would love to watch that. Yeah. And it wouldn't it be funny if we had like, we had like video from like your phone of like you guys hooking up. Like, how'd you get that? We're like, I'll never tell. Thanks, Google. It's like the text thread. We should really do this and just do it in memoriam to all of our lives. Boys and just do like a a wink wink so you can't really tell but you can totally tell <laughs> sure yep love it well listeners we hope that 2021 was fine for you you know <laughs> was, I, we hope that because it's as good as it could get was fine yeah. um happy new year to all the listeners and yeah. stay tuned for season six we don't know exactly when our launch day will be but we will let you know um so we hope you enjoyed this little breakthrough episode um and, and we hope you don't get a breakthrough yeah. uh, of anything, of anything. Uh, maybe a breakthrough at therapy but not a yes. breakthrough yes. of covid or a period may no this breakthrough be your only yes. breakthrough coming in or out of your body i love that thank you well listeners um keep posted keep in my gosh what is wrong with my brain <sighs> keep in touch hags have a great season. call us on the horny horn oh yeah wait hey, we have a, don't forget about our hotline 9106 uterus please call us with any we love the stories and the questions and, and the moments and the memories we do um so what was uh the the tagline that we had that was like it's a horrible and depressing podcast. Oh, yeah, we laugh oh, and get really depressed. And depressing. Yeah. Hilarious and depressing. Yeah. Have a hilarious and depressing beginning of 2022. <laughs> and keep calm. And love, love, love. <laughs>
That's it. Love you guys. Love you. Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com. And our Vicious Psycho logo was created by Katie Newman. Find her at katienewman.online.